Hello and welcome to Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Today's podcast is an interview with Trinity member Jess, who's a busy senior NHS manager in her 50s. Before working with us, she'd spent the last few years unable to consistently lose weight, only able to lose a tiny bit and then regaining it again, despite doing more and more extreme diets and more and more extreme HIIT training. She was trying to eat less and less, but would then sabotage herself in the evenings, rewarding herself with wine after a tough day of work, and then starting to graze on snacks, and she just couldn't seem to break the cycle or lose weight anymore. She then heard about Trinity from a colleague and how she needed to work with her changing body and hormones around menopause, and over the last 14 months, Jess has lost over three and a half stone to about 50 pounds, and has gone from a size 18 to a size 10. And those are UK dress sizes. She's now full of energy for life and doesn't feel the need to reward herself with food and drink, even after a hard day of back-to-back meetings. So in today's episode, Jess shares exactly how she did it, how she lost over 50 pounds in her 50s around menopause. So without further ado, let's get into today's podcast. Okay, so I'm here today with Trinity member Jess, who's lost more than three and a half stone over the past 14 months. So Jess, I want to get into the context of who you are, first of all, so people can get a little bit of understanding um, before we then go into all the amazing things you've achieved and all the kind of the speed bumps along the way that everyone has. So I'll go with them with the blind date question. So if, if I was to say, who are you and where do you come from? What would you say? Um, okay, so I am currently 53. So um, it feels like a really big achievement over uh, yeah the last 14 months to have got to where I am. Um, I'm a senior manager in the NHS, so I have kind of quite a tough job. It's quite stressful at times. Um, so it has been um, a really good journey with Trinity, kind of marrying those two things together. And it's been um, really positive that I've been able to um, sort of constantly engage with the programme and use it as well during kind of my stressful life. Um, yeah, that, that's sort of where I'm at, really. I have a, um, a grown-up son um, and, yeah, a busy sort of family life as well as work life. Okay, so you're juggling quite a lot of things. And just to before we get into the, your journey, like, give us a little bit of context then. What does senior management life look like? Is it like meetings all day? Are you in and out of offices? What does that look like? Yeah, so I sort of have a hybrid working pattern. Right. Um, work partly from home, partly from the office. It's pretty much um, uh, more than full-time hours and it's pretty much back-to-back meetings. Most of which these days are on um, Microsoft Teams. Um, It's quite a challenge during the day to take a break um, and a a challenge to sort of move. Um, And and that has been one of my biggest challenges, I think, getting enough um, steps in during the day. Sometimes I am glued to a screen to sort of eight or nine hours and despite that i think the amazing thing is you you've been able to you know see these huge changes in, in weight and all these other things as well that we'll get into so it does show there's hope for people who are stuck in these jobs where you were kind of tied to your computer so there's clearly a way around that and we'll talk about how you did that but i want to rewind first so before you started with us like what was the situation that you were in you know a year and a half ago before you started Okay, so I was doing three or four HIIT classes a week uh, and I'd been doing that for 
probably two or three years before I started with Trinity. Um, I wasn't really losing any weight or I'd lose half a stone and I'd put it back on again, lose it again, put it back on again. And I'd probably been doing that for like probably four or five years. Previous to that, I had in my 30s, I think, I had lost um, at times quite a lot of weight. I, I sort of tried Slimming World, I tried Rosemary Connolly, and I used to run a lot, and, and that certainly worked there. But when I kind of tried that again, uh, um, sort of in my 40s and my late 40s, it absolutely didn't, it had no impact at all. I just couldn't couldn't lose weight or I could lose a tiny bit of weight and I certainly couldn't keep it off. And it got to a point um, just before I reached out to Trinity where I'd got to, I, I think I used to say I was a size 16, but the reality was I was probably an 18. Um, and um, I, I just couldn't make anything work. Um, I kept getting injured, doing hit classes, and it kind of I had this niggling feeling that it wasn't quite right. You know, it was all kind of get in there, do it all really quick. And I was thinking, I know my technique's not right, but you were just being pushed to move through kind of a, an exercise really quickly. So, yeah, so a, sort of a repeated pattern of getting injured as well during that time. Got it. And you tried all these things. Were you sceptical? I don't know how you heard about us, but were you sceptical about it when you kind of heard for about Trinity and what we were kind of promising? Well, I, I um, saw somebody at work that I hadn't seen for quite a while who looked amazing and asked her what her secret was. And she told me all about Trinity and it just made sense. You know, she, she started to explain about the negative impact sort of hit classes can have. And, you know, I, I wasn't managing my stress at all well, my work stress at that point in time. And then the realisation that I was actually kind of increasing my stress levels through exercise as well, it all started to click into place. So that's how I found out about Trinity. Um, and I was really dubious whether I could, um, whether it would be okay for me. I didn't know whether I'd be able to exercise at home and whether I'd be able to have the motivation to sustain that. I didn't even know if I had the right space at home. I, you know, I sort of had assumed you needed a great big space to exercise in. And, and actually, I found it really reassuring that um, some of the kind of coaching exercise videos actually show the trainers doing it in a really small space. And, and actually, that was really helpful. So I was thinking, oh, I just need a small corner of the room and that's fine. Um, so that, that was really helpful. Um, but yeah, obviously sort of 14 months later, I'm still exercising four times a week at home, got the motivation to do it. And, and yeah, it's a, just a part of my life now. And when you were doing all that hit training and you said your weight may have been going up and down slightly, but not really going anywhere, like how, how was that making you feel? Um, I was, I was just really fed up with it because I, I was going to the classes which are hard work, which I was sweating at, you know, and coming out of them sort of feeling like I'd achieved something. But um, it was it was obviously only one piece of the jigsaw puzzle I needed. So I kind of knew, you know, I was trying to cut down. I also tried some intermittent fasting around that time um, and, and, you know, was trying to sort of increase the time I was fasting. Um, so, it, but yeah, frustrating because nothing 
really felt like it was having an impact. And I didn't even, compared to how I feel now, I realised that I didn't even feel that well or that um, kind of positive mentally or, you know, strong physically. I think for me, how I feel now, so I'm a size 10 now, um, it's not just about, it's great, the clothes I can wear and the difference that has, but I feel so strong and healthy in kind of my mind, my mindset, as well as my body. So you were doing all these extreme things before, as we know now, well, as you know now, that are not necessarily helping on top of a very stressful job. So extreme types of exercise, fairly extreme dieting, like trying to, you know, basically not eating for longer and longer periods of time and nothing was shifting. Was it a surprise to you when, you know, you could get past, because you said before we started, like there was this half a stone, which you'd lose and then you'd get, you'd regain it again. Like, was it a surprise to you that it continued going after that? Had you, because I speak to a lot of people who think now I've hit menopause or this age, I can't, I'm just not going to be able to do it anymore. Yeah, so so there was that in the back of my mind. It was a bit like, okay, I'll try this now. But that, that niggling thing, uh, but I am, you know, 52. I am, you know, menopausal. You know, is it really going to work? But I'll give it a go. And also, you know, the completely different style of exercising because it wasn't the hip classes, because I wasn't sort of launching myself into, into that kind of high intensity thing. I was like, how is this, how is this going to impact? How is this going to work? But I saw the difference so quickly. So I, I think my weight loss has been, I haven't had any massive great big jumps at any point. It has been steady throughout and there have been blocks of time where I haven't lost any weight. So maybe even perhaps four weeks at a time. But during that time, the difference in my fitness level, in my body shape, in my muscle definition has changed. And, and so that has like it's been so motivating. So it hasn't for me, you know, just been about the weight loss. That that's been sort of a real big part of this as well. Yeah, I think it's really important to see and we try and help everyone with this and you've obviously embraced this to see all the different ways you can have progress. It's not just the number on the scales. It's how you're feeling in your clothes. It's your measurements, which we'll also do. It's your energy levels. It's your confidence at work. It's everything. And maybe one month, the weight doesn't change that much. As you said, sometimes that happens for people for a variety of reasons. But over time, it's trending in the right direction. And you've got to focus on all of those. So we talked before, again, about mindset. I think that's been a big part of your journey. So before you started and you were seeing these kind of ups and downs and doing these extreme approaches, like how it sounds like your work's very stressful. Was was that one of the challenges you think is like how you were dealing with the work stress? Did that have any impact on like your eating habits? You know? Definitely. So I, I, um, I used to, I, looking back, I can see that I used to manage that stress with um, often kind of treating myself with different foods that weren't often the best choice. Um, and uh, and also alcohol was a big part of that. So I, I think, you know, during my journey with Trinity, use it sort of, yes, the exercise has been amazing. The nutrition support and balancing that has been fantastic. But using the mindset changes and using the thought transformers has really been pinnacle to everything I've done. Um, 
I I've used that to completely kind of reset my relationship with alcohol. So I certainly used to, you know, have a really bad, stressful day and come home and think, oh, I've had a terrible day, have a glass of wine, have another glass of wine. And it's then what I used to eat after I'd had a glass of wine with no control over that that was, you know, having a really negative impact on my weight. So I know that. But equally, if I'd had a good day, I'd come home and say, I've had a really good day today. Let's have a glass of wine to celebrate. And and be and so using the thought transformers to change my relationship with alcohol has been huge. Um, so I don't do that anymore. I don't need to do that anymore. Um, I've used that process and I continue to use that process also to manage stressful situations at work. So I use the trans thought transformers every morning and I'll either you think about something coming up that I know I'm going to find is difficult and use it as a way to manage that and reset. I think about that or I'll reflect on something that I found difficult or found stressful that is niggling away and causing me like a a sort of a, a niggling anxiety or a niggling stress and so I'll use a thought transformer to re sort of set my thoughts around that event yeah and that's the perfect way you know there's two different ways to use it like you said there um and ultimately for anyone listening who's not sure what this is it's a it's a quick written exercise to kind of reframe your perspective on anything so Let's, let's go through a, a specific example, maybe, because I think that'll be useful for you for hearing. So around the alcohol one, you said you'd come home and you used to tell yourself, so we, we, we kind of start by identifying the story, right, or the thought that we would have had. So the first one for you would have been would, something like, I deserve a treat or I deserve a glass of wine or I need a glass of wine. Like, what was the story you originally Yeah, so it would be, so the, the kind of the event would be, you know, I've had a really bad day, that was really stressful. Um, yeah, maybe around a specific actual incident right. that happened um, or issue that I couldn't resolve or try to resolve. So, so kind of my initial thought then was like, I need a glass of wine to wind down, and I, I deserve one, um, and and that's going to make me make everything okay. Um, so, so that's what I'd reach for, and I'd have a glass of wine or two, um, and the kind of the results of that then were that, that I would um, then probably open a packet of crisps. Yeah, this is after tea then. Yeah. Open a packet of crisps, munch my way through that. Um, maybe some nuts because I think that might be healthier, but not so really work out how many I was eating or, or, or the sort of the impact on those. Um, and just probably graze all evening and have another glass of wine. So I've sort of been able to kind of sort of change how I deal with that stress and that work stress yeah. um, by sort of reflecting that I don't need that glass of wine to wind down and to feel better about the day. And actually, it ended up that it would have more of a negative impact because the result of that would be that I would feel rubbish the next day, I was less likely to exercise. I would be putting on more weight. Whereas if I, you know, have a bad day now or have a stressful day now, um, I sort of go through the fact that I don't need a glass of wine to make myself feel better because I know in the long term 
and, and I, you know, I can evidence that out and I, it really helps me to write it out as well and, and sort of see, see it in front of me. So now I will um, come home and I might um, have a bath instead. Or I might, um, I've got a, I think they're called shakti mats. They're like acupressure yeah. mats that I lie on sort of to decompress. So I'll go and sort of spend 20 minutes doing that instead. Um, and if I work that through um, using the thought transformer, the results of that are that I am much calmer and much less stressed after that than I would have been if I'd had a glass of wine. And the results are, you know, that I'm, healthier and happier afterwards and feel better the next day and if you stack all of that you know those better decisions up that's one of the big reasons you've gone and lost three and a half stone and gone from a 16 slash 18 to a size 10 it's all those little better decisions ultimately that have got that so it's amazing to see it kind of play out and do you i think for some people listening they might be still in that situation and their one sort of joy in the day after tough days of work is like that glass of wine or the chocolate bar like do you miss it now um no i don't so i still have an occasional glass of wine but it is an occasional one and i probably enjoy it more yeah because i'm not having it all the time um chocolate has never really been a big thing for me it's definitely more the kind of the crisps and the, and the savory mm. snacks and and the kind of cheese um but I, I absolutely don't miss it. I, I, I don't, yeah, don't even think about it now really as such. Or if I do start thinking I'm going down that track again, then I will just refocus my thought transformers to that subject for a, for a couple of days and, and it sort of resets me again. Amazing. And how then does all of this, I really want to see how this is like playing out in your day-to-day life. So you've made, you know, you've lost three to four dress sizes, three and a half stone. How is your life now different? Like, how are you going about, like, on a day-to-day basis, like, how is it different? Um, I have more energy. I have more energy for everything I do, sort of, in my personal life, but also um, at work. Um, it Day-to-day, just, you know, I don't know, just even going up the stairs or painting your toenails is so, is so much easier. And they sound like silly little things, but they're not. It's the amount of times, you know, you, you do kind of run up and down the stairs a day. And it's, I still kind of um, check myself sometimes about how different that feels and how much, you know, more positive that feels. So I have loads more energy. Um, I have, I'm less stressed at work as well. So it's really helped me kind of set set that balance so i i do five to ten minutes meditation every morning as well uh monday to friday i don't do it at the weekend and that also has really really helped me sort of get in the right mindset and not sort of internalize stress and sort of hold on to it which has been a you know kind of a really really positive sort of addition to my day and i I'm I'm a morning person. I'm I am pretty spent after work. I don't have sort of um, the energy or or kind of the motivation in the evening to exercise or do anything there. So I know I have to do everything in the morning before work. So I exercise. I get up and exercise in the morning before work. I'll do my thought transformers. I do everything first thing in the morning, which sets me up really well for the day. Then. 
Um, and I know that I wouldn't, I just wouldn't do it in the evening. So it's non-negotiable for me in the morning. That's my routine. That's what I do. That's what's going to make me feel better. That's what's keeping me fit and well and healthy. And the, I guess the only thing that is throughout the day is going to be nutrition, right? So you got most of the prep out of the way, let's call it. So you, you set yourself up for success, which is so important. And I think most people are dragging themselves through the day tired maybe groggy from the wine the night before not done any exercise you know wake up straight on the computer if you're working from home and then kind of always on the back foot but even if you have got head then you still want to eat well right for the day to get good results especially around menopause like you can't get away with just out exercising the wrong diet so what what have been kind of like the fundamental nutrition changes you've made throughout the day um i'm more prepared so I um, know the night before what I'm going to have for breakfast and what I'm going to have for lunch. Um, we plan our meals roughly at the beginning, at the weekend for, for the week coming. So I know really what I'm going to eat and what my evening meal is going to be, which allows me then to kind of think about what macros I need at lunchtime or breakfast and, and sort of make sure my kind of getting the right amount of protein um yeah so so i do plan those things but i i'm not they're not all written down so i know what i know what i'm gonna have and i know you know i'm sort of confident with what the day looks like for my nutrition but it is but i'm not i don't meal prep beforehand or i haven't found it necessary for me to do that much preparation beforehand so you're still doing it on the fly, which is good. So you're not having to, it's actually not that big a change. You're just making different choices. Is that right? Do you, yeah. Like so, yeah, absolutely. So, so there is always a selection of things in the fridge. So I do prep that beforehand that I know that I can grab for lunch because, you know, even though I'm working from home three days a week, sometimes I will only have five minutes between meetings yeah. to grab something to eat. So, so I am prepared to that extent. So, so that I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not opening the cupboard and taking out, you know, a couple of slices of bread and, and, you know, making some toast. Uh, you know, I am sort of prepared enough, but it is, yeah, it, it's just, it's making sure that there is something there to make, help you make the right decisions. You need that behind you. And I guess you also know what the, maybe you did know before, I don't know, you know what the right decision is. I think a lot of people, you mentioned protein, a lot of people don't even realize they need high protein, especially, I don't know, they think, oh, that's maybe for men or for bodybuilders. Like what, what do you say? Like, let's, let's go do your lunch for an example. And this isn't me testing you, you don't need to have a perfect lunch, but what, what are you having now versus what were you having, you know, when you were struggling to, to lose the weight? Um, so I was beforehand. I wasn't very prepared. So often I would go to work with no lunch, and then would you know grab a sandwich or something from um, the shop. Uh, and it's pretty hard. It's not impossible to make a good decision there, but I didn't make those good decisions there. It, it was you know I was you, you know, bread is. I absolutely love bread. Um, so it would be the first thing that I went. I went to you know big crust sort of crusty roll with loads of cheese and and sort of salad in there um yeah. now i have um i well it, it very much changes winter and summer so in the winter i'm likely yeah. to have kind of soups and things ready to go um 
but I will have a selection of salads in the fridge that are all homemade that I can just grab and I will um, grab that with maybe open a tin of tuna that's really quick and easy um, or maybe some sardines um, or I will um, cook some tofu um, and have that in the fridge so I can quickly add that into a salad to make sure I've got that that protein and that it's prominent in my meal. I think I was aware before I started Trinity that I should be increasing my protein or having enough protein but I never had the support that I have now with Trinity as to how much protein and how to how to incorporate that into into your meals into your day. And there's quite a lot of misinformation there out there, I think, about protein as well. So there's a lot of packaged foods that will say, like, high protein. I don't know if you've yes. seen this, like, packet of nuts or something, which actually is not that... It's not awful, but it's not that high. But if you just go by what the packaging is saying, you think, oh, I'm getting loads of protein because I've had that, like, high-protein nut mix or from Grays or whatever. So have there been any, any like, sh shock revelations in terms of food choice of going, that thing I thought was healthy that's not... Um, I suppose dairy for me has been, been a big thing. So I used to rely on cheese an awful lot in my, mm. um, in my sort of meals, um, and in my week. Um, and I would have it as a major part of a lot of meals. And also then it's in the fridge, easy to snack it's on nice snack. as well. Yeah. Um, and so obviously starting Trinity with, with sort of, that initial removing dairy altogether. I was kind of quite anxious about that. Um, but I, I was completely fascinated at how I didn't miss it after two weeks at all. Um, I have soya milk now. Um, don't even think about dairy milk. Actually, it makes me feel slightly queasy if I think about that now. Yeah, and I don't, occasionally I do eat cheese, very occasionally. I might have a bit of feta on a salad. Um, but actually, I just don't ever think about it or contemplate it as part of, part of my kind of go-to at all or part of, part of my meal. Um, and I just don't miss it at all. And I feel so much better not, not eating it as well. A, a few times where it has been slightly out of my control and I have maybe gone to friends for a meal and it's been sort of more in the meal that I would have chosen to put. I really think I felt quite grotty afterwards the next day. Um, so that's been, that's been kind of quite a revelation. Yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot of food choices people are making that they don't realise is making them feel worse. And they might put it down to that must be the menopause or, you know, this is just how I feel. I'm maybe getting older. But actually, wheat, wheat and dairy, which are two of the four things that we cut out in the diet makeover, a big part of that is for people to go to either of these make me feel bad because a lot of people have intolerances to them to some degree. And like you said, I used to have cheese as just a staple snack. I used to drink milk and not realize it was causing me issues. Like until you've cut it out for a bit, you don't know. So it's a, it's a really good test. And on your journey, then, if we call it that, like have there been any, is, I'm guessing it's not just been plain sailing. Have there been any like months where things have happened that like, you know, you've had roadblocks, whatever they, they might be. Have there been anything like that for you or has it just been like smooth, easy going yeah 
it's not plain sailing <laughs> at all. Um, there's been a few things that ha have happened. So I, I think um, probably the first time where I didn't see my weight change very much over um, a few weeks. Um, I think I probably started to feel quite negative about that. But my coach, Laura, was just really um, amazing, really supportive. Uh, and I, I, I think she said one simple sentence, which was something like, something about be patient, it will happen. And within sort of the next two weeks, I saw this sort of really big change again. And it was just, she was just really reassuring about it, that I was on the right track and, and that was okay. Um, I had an injury. I, I did have a shoulder injury. Um, and um, I was really sort of worried about that. I wasn't going to be able to exercise as much as I was. I wasn't going to sort of um, see the results because of that. But I had lots of support from Laura, I think yourself, Rob, about how to kind of adjust the sessions and how to kind of manage around my shoulder. Um, and then did lots of kind of mobilization exercises and, and rotator cuff strengthening exercises, which really quickly sort of allowed me to get back on track. But it didn't stop me at any point from doing my four sessions a week. It still was absolutely able to kind of nail all of them and, and it didn't have any impact at all. So I had loads of support through that time. Um, and then just kind of the usual challenges, I suppose, you know, the, the kind of Christmas or birthdays or, or holidays, um, sort of coming up to those events, I've sort of thought, how am I going to deal with it? But I was able, again, to use the thought transformers around managing kind of my thoughts around that and, and sort of reframing them into kind of positive way of dealing with things. Um, and, and just, and just keeping the balance. So yeah, I have been on holiday and I, you know, didn't do my full workouts a week, but my step, um, count increased, you know, massively over that period of time, which was a really good balance. Um, yes, we had lots of meals out. Um, I made and was aware of what choices to make. So I was able to have really lovely food but know kind of how to keep that balanced. And so, and, and I, I think Laura as always kind of been, she just has the right advice at the right time. So any, any sort of queries, any wobbles I've had, she's, she's been, you know, she's, she's just like a brilliant coach. She's been so supportive. So just, she just kind of completely gets me uh, and, and sort of really, yeah. She's yeah, just been great, and and has been that kind of constant throughout. Which, which and and also she knows. I think she's really understood how much. I don't, uh, how do I say that? How much to not to push me, but but um, yeah, she just balanced it exactly right. The amount of advice she gives and and how to pitch it. And that's. I think a really important thing I wanted to come on to kind of that coaching relationship, which underpins everything we do, because I think it is maybe pushes the wrong word, like you said, but like you do sometimes need, in my experience, people need a nudge sometimes to go either you're doing really well. We just need to keep pushing now, not let off the gas. 
but other times go it's okay you don't need to be hard on yourself like this it's been two weeks i've seen your weight change and and otherwise that voice in your head i think can very quickly psych yourself out be like it's all gone wrong it's a disaster what's the point and then maybe that was also a fundamental thing before on top of all the other things you talked about that meant you'd lose half a stone and then regain it and lose it because do you think you were talking yourself out of it and didn't have the tools to deal with it at that point absolutely absolutely it would get to you know i've lost half a stone oh now i've put back on three pounds but i've been trying but i've been doing my hip classes what is the point there is no point yeah yeah and that's a really tough place to come out of so just let's just summarize the results and then i've got one more question so you could go like top three physical results is it like let's do weight dress size and anything else you've noticed what would you say those would be um strength yeah. um mobility yeah and uh yeah dress size and, and sort of being able to wear what i want there and did you did you have those size 10 clothes that you wanted to get back into or have you had to buy a whole new wardrobe <laughs> no I've, I've had to buy a whole new wardrobe so i have bought so i i've really good tip actually is to use vintage because yeah. i've had a constant wardrobe that fits me sort of throughout the 40 months because i've just kind of used it to, to buy the next size down clothes i think i've completely confused its algorithm actually for, <laughs> um how it how it um advises that sort of suggests what i might be interested in because that has changed so frequently right and have you noticed you're wearing different things as well like more colorful things or different styles since you've you've seen this big change um yeah absolutely yeah just well just it's been great just being able to kind of yeah wear whatever i want amazing so last question i've got for you then like if you rewind to to you 14 months ago on the fence so going there's this thing I've heard about, maybe it helped because you heard about it through work, but you still must have some skepticism. Like, what would you say to, because there must be people in that situation who are listening going, I, you know, I'm kind of stuck, like you were in a bit of a rut or things are going in the wrong direction. I'm not feeling good. What would you say to that person in that situation who's thinking about taking the, the plunge and, and joining Trinity or doing, and doing this program? Um, that it is absolutely worth it. And it is so much more than a diet program or a weight loss program. It will change your life. It's changed my life. And it's about in sort of embracing all three elements to it, the, the nutrition, the exercise, and the kind of resetting, you know, the mindset side of it and re reframing how you think, managing your stress. It is, it is so much more than than a than a diet program and actually for me it's the other side of it it is that mindset that has meant that i've i've achieved what i've achieved amazing so just thank you so much for joining me today uh, and taking time out to share your story it's really really interesting to hear and really heartwarming for me to hear as well how much it's changed things not just physically but all the other things as well so that i just, just want to say thank you first of all um and keep up the brilliant work you're doing so well um and if there's anything else you want to share we can always like come back to it 
um, and do another catch up when you've kind of maintained everything. Um, I always think it's very interesting to share that story too, but I want to say thanks. Thank you, Rob. Thanks. Good to speak to you. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.